Welcome everyone to the Groove Podcast, episode number 15. My name is Paul McWhorter, and I'm documenting my journey toward my master's degree in theological studies and talking about how Jesus, who is full of grace and truth, gives us new life when we believe in him. Well, it's that time of the year again to celebrate Easter, a repentant and joyous occasion to remember what Jesus did for us, why he did it, and how much we gain from his death and resurrection. Yesterday, I posted a message on social media sharing a video by Phil Wickham singing How Deep the Father's Love for Us. Now, my favorite hymn has always been When I Survey the Wonders Cross. The melody and lyrics really pierce my soul every time that I hear it. This new song by Stuart Townen, How Deep the Father's Love, is just as powerful. And I want to share those lyrics with you and talk through them and and encourage you to listen to the song yourself and let the Spirit speak to you as it will. The song starts off like this. How deep the Father's love for us, how vast beyond all measure, that He should give His only Son to make a wretch His treasure. This opening lyric really speaks to John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, for whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God, who is love, loves us so much. We are His children, His creation. He has pursued us since the very beginning. I've talked before about how the entire Bible is the story of God pursuing us. There is no measure to how long and wide and deep God's love is for us. That's why He was willing to sacrifice Himself, His Son, Jesus Christ, to pay the cost for our sin so that we could be restored to Him. The next lines are, How great the pain of searing loss! The Father turns His face away, as wounds which mar the Chosen One bring many sons to glory. On the cross, Jesus didn't just bear the weight of God's wrath and justice for our sins. He also dealt with the pain of separation. Everything that is good and holy and righteous is from God, and without Him, we are only left with pain and suffering. Jesus bore all of this for us so that we could be made righteous in God's eyes. The song continues, Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It's easy for us to look back and judge those who put Jesus on the cross. We can claim all we want that we would have never treated Jesus that way. But the truth is we treat Jesus like that every day. It was also for our sins that he died. It was us who yelled crucify him. When we fail to repent, when we fail to acknowledge Jesus as Lord in our lives, when we fail to follow him, when we choose to forge our own path and do as we wish in this world, it is our sin on his shoulders. It is our voice that still scoffs at him as if he, the Lord God, was not good enough for us. The next line says, It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. Look, Jesus performed numerous miracles, signs, and wonders. He raised people from the dead. He healed and fed people. He drove out demons and and shared with us the truth of what it means to follow God. And even then, many were not convinced. They were always seeking another sign, another miracle, another display to prove Jesus was the Son of God. 
They didn't believe then, and many don't believe now because they don't want to be convinced. They don't want to know the truth because knowing requires action. Knowing requires belief. Jesus, who created the universe and everything in it by the word of his mouth, could have easily come down off that cross, not endured the pain, healed his own wounds, and walked away. But that wasn't the plan. He had to endure for our sake. It wasn't the nails that held him on the cross. It was your sin and my sin that held him there until he had accomplished the will of the Father. The next verse says, I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no power, no wisdom, but I will boast in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. You know, this really reminds me of the Apostle Paul who repeatedly boasted in the Lord and all that Jesus had accomplished. But Paul was really echoing Jeremiah 9.24, which states, But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving devotion, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Yes, Jesus died for our sins. Yes, Jesus loves us. Yes, he wanted to restore the relationship and the purpose for which we were created to glorify God. It is, always has been, and always will be for the glory of God, to lift him up in praise, to honor him, and to worship him. The song ends with, Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer. But this I know with all my heart, his wounds have paid my ransom. I don't know why God loves me so much when I have been so awful to him. I don't know why he wouldn't just leave us to our own devices and give us the justice that we deserve. But I do know this, God loves me. God loves you. So completely, so thoroughly that he sacrificed everything for us. Jesus is all we need. Jesus is all we could ever hope for. I don't need anything else or anyone else because Jesus paid it all, and all to him we owe. His last words on the cross were, it is finished. And it is finished indeed. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him, Christ our Lord. But it didn't end there. It didn't end there. Jesus' death on the cross was just the beginning. Because three days later, on Easter Sunday, when the women went to the tomb, they found it empty. Jesus wasn't there. He is risen. He lives today, seated on the throne in heaven, waiting for his time to return and call us home. Today, you have a choice. It's always been about choice. You can choose to repent, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, have your life transformed by his great power and fulfill the purpose for which he created you. Or you can continue to scoff, continue to ask for one more miraculous sign, continue to pursue your own way. Our whole world yells out that they don't want God or need Him. And one day, one day He'll give them their request, an eternity outside of His presence. I'm not a doomsday teacher, but it will happen. To not mention it is to not finish the story. Jesus is coming back. The question is, is he coming back for you, or are you getting left behind? I prefer to push the love, hope,
peace and amazing life change that happens when we follow Jesus. It's a marvelous thing, and I want everyone to experience it now in our earthly life and forever in heaven. Don't let Jesus' death and resurrection be all in vain in your life. He is waiting for you even now, right where you are. You can't clean up your life on your own. Jesus wants to wipe the slate clean and transform you into everything he created you to be. Celebrate his death and resurrection today by choosing to believe in him. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has encouraged you and challenged you. I pray that you will have an encounter with God today, whenever and wherever you are when you hear this. I pray that God will move in your life and you will respond to him. Keep asking questions. Keep seeking answers. For the truth of God will set you free. Thanks for listening and see you next time.